0: Anyway, this is Unspoken Secret episode twenty-two. Which I just turned twenty-two. Twenty-two last week. Please cut out my singing. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, sorry, you made that choice. It's in there. It's about to be published to the world. This is the launch of my singing
1: career, actually. <laughs> you thought this was in spoken secret,
0: but... <laughs> Just kidding. This is my demo. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, it's to get my name out there. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, your name is... Oh, my name is
1: Maddie Marcus, and...
0: Mm-hmm. Nice to meet you. I already know that you. that on but
1: that. Yeah, I mean, Bradley, have been working together for a while. Mm-hmm. We're kindred spirits,
0: so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So like, we have a lot in common. There's so much, like, a job. A job. Like, and our school. And we go to the same school. His aunt is basically
1: my Utah mom. Okay, yeah. Which, I don't know, makes me kind of a family member. Yeah, I guess. So, yeah. So, yeah, you
0: could say we're basically the same person.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: Yeah. What do you like to do?
1: Um, you know, just... Just like everyone, it's just like to watch Netflix and nap. Really, <laughs> if I'm gonna be like candid here, which I want to be, but I like so watching true. Netflix and napping. <laughs> no, that's
0: that is very much all that I do. So, I had asked Matty to join me on my podcast to talk about foster care mm-hmm. because you are an expert.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm, like, a ginormous expert.
0: Professional. I'm
1: not a professional, but I... You understand. I understand. You're well-versed. And, two, I... So I'm doing an internship, and I'm really involved in, like, the foster care system, foster Mm -hmm. kids. This summer and previous to this internship, like, everything I thought I knew was pretty much wrong. And so I think... Yeah. And so I think, like, to get the word out there and to, like, inform people about, like, what the system really does is an Mm. important thing. So,
0: Interesting. What are some things that you found that, like, you were wrong about?
1: So, I mean, everyone has the general idea that, like, foster kids are, like, super, super traumatized. They're always going to be bad. And then that they always get put, like, always in the movies, they always get put in, like, a sucky placement. Mm And, like, the placement... It's always
0: just the worst of the worst. Yeah,
1: and that's, like, not necessarily the case. And a lot of these kids have been through, like, a lot of traumatic
0: experiences. Yeah, because I think in order for them to become a foster kid... Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of how it's going to go. They've got to go through something.
1: But a lot of them that I've met, like, they have been through these traumatic experiences. And, like, so obviously they have issues, as we all do. Yeah, who hasn't been through a traumatic experience? (laughs) Let's be real. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, like, a lot of them are, like, just, like, normal kids. But they kind of get stigmatized a little bit because they're, like, a foster kid. And when really, like, they're just a kid. Can, like, I think it's negative to kind of, like, put that label on them.
0: Yeah, that's really unfortunate. So,
1: yeah. So that's, like, I think the biggest thing is I learned is that, like, not all of these kids are, like, super crazy going to turn into, like, They're
0: still pretty good kids.
1: Yeah, for the most part, they're still, like, really awesome kids. Mm-hmm.
0: They're not any more difficult than any other kid. Yeah. All kids are difficult and have issues. Yeah,
1: And it's, I mean, all these kids want is just like a family and a connection. Mm
0: -hmm. And a safe place. And mm -hmm. that's really hard when they feel like they're just being moved around. And so
1: they put up walls. Imagine like being a kid and you're just there with your family. It's all you've ever known. And all of a sudden you're ripped from your family. Mm-hmm. And then they put you, you know, maybe they put you in a foster care placement and then that placement disrupts. So as soon as you get comfortable, they rip you from there and they put you somewhere else, which isn't always the case. But like some of these kids have been through so many that's different
0: placements. Yeah, that's really hard.
1: Yeah. And it's not necessarily their fault all the time. Like sometimes it's just like the parents decide that they like don't want to be foster your anymore. parents anymore. Or yeah. So it's it's hard for them to like form those attachments and they're very.
0: Mm-hmm. Just because
1: they've experienced so much times so where they like start to do and then it does not work out. So
0: yeah. So why are you gonna put in your effort and yeah into something that isn't going to last?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: That's really tricky.
1: And it's hard too, cause then a lot of times these kids will get placed and they like to test the boundaries. Like they're gonna test, like. How much you're gonna be there for them, so they'll be you. they're gonna run away. They're gonna kind of push you because they want want to see if you're gonna desert them, and it's really sad because a lot of people just end up do like deserting them, and so
0: that's that's very accurate and true. Like I can totally see that. Where if you feel like someone isn't really there for you, Mm
1: -hmm. you're just
0: going to try and test them and be like, okay, so as soon as I do this, then. Are you going to leave? Are you going to leave?
1: And when that doesn't work, they try something else. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think that causes, like, a lot of frustration for a lot of foster parents. Because, yeah, like, sometimes sure. they can't handle that. But then that, it's just about, it's just kind of a vicious cycle, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. for sure. Uh, I remember we were talking about a little bit of the adoption process mm-hmm. with foster care. And you gave me some, like, interesting insights on that do you remember some of what we talked about
1: yeah so the company that i work for specifically is called it kind of has a confusing confusing name and they are going to be rebranding within the next year okay um but currently they're called the adoption exchange um and so what they do is they have um Caseworkers and they take on a smaller caseload than like regu- your regular social workers okay. that work for the state. So they only have like twelve to thirteen kids, and they that's try, small. yeah, yeah. So they can get to know their kids really, really well, and like their whole purpose is trying, trying to like find like a home, placement that's gonna like work for the child, and that like decreases the chance that it's gonna disrupt. So mm-hmm. it's all very child-centered.
0: Yeah, as opposed to. Like, finding parents.
1: Yeah. Instead of being, like, out of convenience a little bit, because it's like, oh, we have these parents available, let's put the kid there. It's more of, like,
0: yeah. Are these parents actually going to be good for the child? Yeah. Is it going
1: to be a good fit so that it doesn't disrupt again? Oh, and I, so disrupt just means in case you haven't, like, gathered it by context. Disrupt is just when a placement doesn't work out, and so the child is taken out of that placement. So that's called disrupting.
0: Hmm. Um, disrupting the family dynamic yeah
1: it's like disrupting everything so so that's what like a disruption is so usually if you're going to become like an adoptive parent to a foster child you do have to become a foster parent first so um in the state of utah um if you go to let me double check the website so if you go to utahfostercare.org they have a lot of info that you can get about becoming a foster parent. Um, but you have to go through, like, a home study to make sure that you are you can, like, support a child and that your home is, like, up to like code. Like a background check. Yeah, yeah, all of that sort of thing. Um, and then that takes... That can take, like... If everything lines up, it can take, you know, like, a month, maybe a little bit more, but it can take a little bit longer. Um, so and then you become like a licensed foster parent and at that point they can start placing kids with you so if how long you're,
0: do you have to be a foster parent
1: so it kind of it's like a little bit dependent but in general if you're going to adopt a child you have to have been their foster parent for like 6 months okay at least
0: so but they could be like your first foster yeah. child okay
1: yeah and a lot of foster parents will you know, they'll, like, sign up, become a foster parent, and then the first child that's placed with them, they end up falling in love with and adopting. And then there are some parents... That's pretty common. Um, yeah, I would say, like, in my experience, I've seen that happen a few times. Um, and okay. then... But I do have, like, a different experience because I am working with a lot of families that, like, are working to adopt anyways. So, but I do think it's, like, fairly common for that to happen. Um, and then the other thing is sometimes... There are other parents who have fostered, like, hundreds of kids. And it's still, even though they don't adopt those children, they're still, like, a support to all of those kids throughout their lifetime. Hmm. So.
0: Like, emotionally or legally?
1: So, just emotionally. Okay. So, if you want to, like, legally be a support to a child, you do have to adopt them.
0: And you were saying, like, you can adopt up to, like, even after 18, Yeah, you can
1: actually adopt up to age 21.
0: That's, yeah, that's what I thought you so,
1: said. So, um, the reason for that is if um, a child kind of ages out of the system or, like, they turn 18, um, they kind of send them on their way.
0: Mm-mm. If
1: any sort of, like, emergency or something like that happens to the child, um, the first thing they do is they look at the birth certificate and see the parents, and they go back to the parents. And for so many of those kids, the parents, they're not going to – they're biological parents. Mm-hmm. Aren't getting? They're not. The they are not n- they're not the best resource to go to to help the child. Yeah. They don't. They don't. And a lot of the parents, you know, they have their own things they're working through. Um, but if you adopt a child, then they get a new birth certificate, and they base they put they'll put your name on that birth certificate as the mm-hmm. parents of the child. They would get like any sort of like benefits that you have. So like
0: health insurance. Yeah, health insurance,
1: like anything like that. So like, there's a ton of uh, benefits to adopting children. So it's like. Kind of why that,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Extended, and I remember when we were talking about this, I was like really considering doing this yeah. because it's a much cheaper option than actually just adopting.
1: Yeah, for real, like because the state pays for almost your entire certification, so they'll pay for your home study, they'll pay all of these things, um, and then even after you adopt, you can get a monthly subsidy to help with like the cost of the children. It's not a ton, but it is a little bit to Mm -hmm. kind of help with um you know if they need like socialization activities like dance class or soccer or football something something like that or if they need like a surgery or things like that they'll give you like a small subsidy to kind of help offset those costs it's not going to be as much as if you're a foster parent but it's still it's still a little bit um so you get that also um so the state pays for it you'll get that subsidy um
0: that's really
1: nice. Yeah, it's nice, too. It helps It helps a lot of families be able to, like, afford to keep the child. Um, and it is, like, sometimes it's a really fast turnaround. So um, the other week we were talking about a family, and they um, became foster parents, and within, like, I think it was, like, within a month, they got a baby placed with them, a newborn baby placed with them, and they were able to, like, go through and adopt that baby um, like kind of like right off the bat the baby I think the baby now is like four months and they were that like adoption went through a little bit faster really? yeah so if it's a newborn baby I didn't know this up until like last week um, so if it's a m- quicker if it's like a newborn baby that's taken from like birth from the parents and they've terminated all their rights then the adoption can happen a little bit faster because that's their only placement that they've ever been in is mm. really like in your home so
0: that, that actually does make sense.
1: Yeah. So I mean, if you are someone that is, um, looking to adopt a baby, it's a lot cheaper, and it's faster. Also, there's like just such a need for it. There's so many kids. Yeah, in the I bet. Care system. Yeah. For sure. So, even if you aren't going to adopt, like they they need good foster parents out there, cause like these kids just need it's hard. Yeah, these kids just need support. They just need a loving home. They just need people to like care about them. Mm
0: -hmm. So, for sure. Yeah, because I I definitely would consider looking into that. So once I graduate, some of
1: the requirements. Yes, I do. Since you are looking into it. Okay, so you do have to be over the age of twenty one. So check check. Um, you do have to be living like on your own. So you can't be kay. like in a rent, ri- like
0: in under an apartment.
1: Your yeah, you can't be under your parents, or you can't be like in an apartment with like other okay, people. So
0: you need to be a homeowner.
1: Either like a homeowner, or if you have like your own apartment that you're renting, that's like you. Does that make sense?
0: Okay, so you so can't have like, roommates.
1: Really, can't like yeah. You kind of have to be like independent. That, that makes independent. sense. Yeah.
0: Independent. So. Okay. And I think you Not can. Not so check.
1: I've heard. <laughs> Of so um some placements where they do live with the parents, but like it's like they live in like kind of like the basement of the parents' home. So, or, like, like, yeah, they're like separate. Yeah, yeah, you have to like be like living independently, and then you just have to be like financially stable, mm-hmm. not check. Uh, <laughs> yeah, personally, <sorry>. definitely not, <laughs> not during school <laughs> for reals. So, and then you just can't have like. I mean, you know if you're gonna pass the background
0: check or not. Yeah. So you can't have any like I'm sorry, if
1: you are on. a felon, foster being a foster parent might not be for you. So <laughs>
0: Yeah, in if general. You are a violent person. <laughs> yeah. Maybe look at something else, like yeah. not hurting people.
1: Yeah. Maybe like <laughs> go to therapy and fix yourself up and then Yeah. There's then still hope for yeah, you. There's there's always hope. There's always, but yeah. So you kind of have to pass, like in general, those are things you have to yeah, pass for sure. And that's usually all weeded out in the home
0: studies. So. But you don't have to be married, do you? You do not have to be married. Okay. Do you have to be in a relationship? No. Okay. I didn't yeah. think so, but I just to yeah, clarify. You can be a single. Because I'm gonna be single forever, so we gotta know these things. Oh, same. <laughs> High five. <laughs> You're gonna have to cut out that clap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good luck.
1: Um. Yeah. So you can be single. So. Yeah. Good. And then they do do like a background check on anyone over the age of eighteen in your home. So, like, if you're a okay. parent looking to adopt and you have like a son or daughter living with you and they're over the age of eighteen, they also will have to pass that bra- background check.
0: Hmm. Makes sense. So,
1: yeah. Hmm.
0: That's very interesting. Yeah. Good to know.
1: So it opens up to a lot of people. Yeah. I think.
0: Yeah, I think it's a really good option for a lot of families.
1: Oh, for sure. I have some cousins, and they um, are struggling with infertility. They have to adopt. Hmm. And they looked into doing, like, foster care because they knew it was, like, so much easier. They weren't able to because they both work full-time, so it just Hmm. wasn't. An like option. an option for them at this at this time in their lives, but they definitely are like you know if like anything ever changes with us, like we want to become foster parents. So
0: that's yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Are there any other misconceptions about foster care that you want to clear up? Hmm.
1: I don't think I can think of anything, unless you have what. A conception about foster care.
0: Okay, uh, let me let me okay. give you all my all the let's rumors see, let's I've heard. let see all the <laughs> your prejudice. So, from my understanding, most foster kids are in their teenage years. Is
1: that true? Um, so it's actually a mix. There's a lot of foster care kids that are like a little bit younger, but usually, if you're a younger kid and you go into foster care. You, you get, get adopted. adopted a little bit faster.
0: Yeah, so I've heard that.
1: The kids that stay in the system for a longer amount of time right. are usually like adolescents teenagers. Okay. That um are put into the system. So so like half true. Okay. Cuz there are a lot of like younger yeah. kids but they usually get adopted pretty quickly, so
0: Okay. Cuz yeah, I I do think that was the other thing was kids who are older in their teenage years don't get as adopted don't get adopted as much don't get as adopted (laughs) they don't get as adopted (laughs) they'll get like 30 percent adopted but not fully yeah
1: so they're just and And
0: that's sad and that
1: comes yeah and it's hard because those kids that are in their teenage years like they just have they like remember a lot more they have like a lot more trauma that they need to like work through and deal with
0: and they're teenagers yeah
1: whereas when you're a little kid you can kind of like you know put you back on course if you're like Mm -hmm. young enough but when you're like 17 years old it's it's a little bit harder to do so yeah any other
0: let me think so do you feel like there are a lot of parents or families who foster that the kid is in a terrible situation like how the media represents it? Does that happen a lot?
1: I think in general most of like the foster parents that we get are like pretty good people mm-hmm. obviously there's always going to be a few like bad eggs, a few bad things but I think in general because they do such a thorough like background check and they like the, like, um, social workers will go and interview
0: you at your okay, home. Okay, so they'll, like, keep and tabs on you. Yeah,
1: the social worker keeps tabs all the time. They talk to their kids all the time. So That's I think— good. Yeah, I think most foster—like, I feel bad because I do think they get a little bit of a bad rep. I'm but sure. I mean, and, and, of course, there always are those, like, people who are going to take advantage of the system. And they aren't going to be good foster parents. Just to, the to kids. get like the money. Yeah, everybody. but I think that that is that is like
0: more not rare. not
1: common. Like that's not okay. at, yeah as common as the
0: and movies
1: would have you believe.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. And there is like more to be done. Like it's if that is brought up, like there's yeah. still a lot that can be done to stop and prevent that.
1: Yeah, yeah. If that's ever brought up, then they they can get the kids out of there really quickly. And help them out, so...
0: Yeah, because it's always better to be safe. Yeah. And to be sure, so... Yeah. That's good.
1: So, yeah, I think most foster parents are are good people. That's good. I mean, you have to be a good person to want to
0: take... Take care of someone else. Someone else as if
1: they're your own family, yeah.
0: Yeah, that takes a lot of love. Are you going to foster?
1: So... Uh, like my entire life like I always was like oh I would never foster kids like they have so many issues they're gonna be so terrible like it's gonna be so bad like that was my whole throughout my entire life Mm -hmm. and then after like working this internship and actually like meeting some of the kids and like seeing their needs it kind of like flipped for me and I was like you know what like I would totally be a foster parent because you're doing so much good if you're if you decide to become a foster parent, like you can do so much good. And I think it's like, such a great way to give back to the community and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, help the youth of America. (laughs) But really, I think it is like, it's like such a needed thing, so. That's good.
0: Um, I did think of another like misconception or whatever. Um, So, uh, I would say like, the media portrays like families some families who do foster usually already have like a kid and there's always like that big riff between mm-hmm. like the biological kid and the fostered kid yeah so first off does that actually happen and then second would you recommend a family that already has kids to foster or do you think only couples or singles who don't have any kids should foster
1: yeah so I think that there is a little bit like a little bit of truth in that because sometimes you do put a foster kid in the situation the parents want the foster kid and it just they they don't get along too well with like the biological child Mm -hmm. whatever I don't think it happens all the time because usually when that's happening I feel like most parents talk to their children and say hey we're going to be fostering this child like these are going to be their needs and they're like kind of will prep their own kids before like they actually go through with the fostering and if their kids aren't okay with it then I think a lot of parents will like refrain from being you know a foster parent for the time being Um, and like if you do have your own kids that's not gonna stop you like if you want to adopt that's not like an issue at all like because there are families I know who have like a lot of their own kids and they want to you know, adopt one more, take one more on. So, yeah, it's not,
0: So would you recommend that?
1: I think it's dependent on your own situation. Mm. If you're like, able to like, afford to, and, Financially, and and, like, your kids are, (laughs) Emotionally. Emotionally, yeah. And your kids are like, okay with it. Like, I do think it would be, like, a great thing for you. And obviously, if it's something that you feel like you should do. Because if you're like, that is not I cannot do that I could not be able to foster I could not adopt another child then don't do it, Kay. be smart but
0: yeah also be smart with having your own kids <laughs> yeah for rules you guys
1: <laughs> so yeah I definitely like don't let it stop you if you have your own kids because it's it's not always such a terrible rivalry between a foster like a foster child or an adopted child and a biological
0: child yeah Good to know. It's my water bottle. It's disgusting. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's all my questions. Like, this is pretty simple. Yeah,
1: it's pretty straightforward.
0: Pretty straightforward, but I think it's a good thing to talk about and to start talking about. Yeah. So I think this and is a good.
1: Especially if you're in Utah, Utah is having such a problem finding foster parents so if it's something that you have been like kind of thinking about or maybe you've like it's been a passing thought or maybe you're interested in after listening to this podcast please please go online look at look into it there's no harm in looking into it um again there's the UtahFosterCare.org, org um and they can give you um a lot of information about becoming a foster parent kind of what that process is another one is adopt u.s kids and that one is also um kind of geared more towards fostering to adopt also a movie that just recently came out that is kind of it's more correct than any more other accurate. movie is instant family and I'm really bad because I haven't seen it. And I told me for my internship <laughs> I should watch it. But I just haven't been... I went to go get it at Redbox and it sold out because apparently it's a really good movie.
0: Did it just come out?
1: Um, it or? came out recently, like a couple months ago.
0: Oh, okay. Because like,
1: I started at the beginning of the summer and that's when it like, kind of got into Redbox. Mm-hmm. My family watched it and they said it was really, really good. But that one actually, that movie was... pretty accurate. Yeah, that movie was actually sponsored by Adopt Us Kids. Oh, so, so hopefully it's accurate. So they have a more accurate portrayal. So obviously there's still like the Hollywood gland. Yeah, you gotta make a good story. Like, yeah. But that and one, people's
0: lives are not always great stories. Yeah, yeah.
1: And like overall that's a that's a really great movie. So I've, not that I can like attest for myself, but <laughs> It's <laughs> everyone such I, a good movie. It's everyone my favorite. I work with. <laughs> says everyone like, has told me. That was such a good movie. So yeah, I mean go watch we all like watching movies, right? So go mm-hmm. watch a movie.
0: Yeah. We were talking about Netflix.
1: Yeah.
0: Perfect. Um, oh. Okay. That that's foster kids. It's good. A secret is a story untold, and I just told it. But um. <laughs> Cut that. <out. laughs> Cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> no.